is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas. All right, guys. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I have my co-host, John Wade, the Garnet Texan. John, holy hell, what did we witness today? Dude, I don't, I don't even know. I don't have words. I think I spent the first half just completely numb. I'm blown away by that performance from our offense, from our defense. I mean, wow. This is the kind of team that goes deep into the playoffs. What we saw today is a team that makes a run. If this is what we can expect, and this is two games in a row, oh, real quick, guys, um, real quick to touch on the recording. I'm in San Diego for business. John's in Austin. We're recording over Skype, so if the quality of the recording isn't where it usually is, that's probably the reason why, but I don't think it should be a very bad um, quality. So just to address that in case there is any issues. But, yeah, I mean, holy hell, dude. I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I was sitting there, and it felt like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights, like after his first race, and during the interview he has his hands up, and he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I had no idea what to do with my body, my mind, my – I mean, anything. I, I was in awe the whole time. Dude, I guess I've just been like a Houston sports fan for too long and also a South Carolina Gamecocks fan on top of that. I kept expecting something bad to happen. Like there's no way this much good happens. Something bad. Something bad's going to happen. And then on top of that, the bad things happened to them. Mariota got hurt. So, I mean, we were going to beat them with Mariota. And then he gets hurt. And so the route was on. Like This sort of game, you, we won't get to see many of these in our lives. This is going to stay on my DVR forever. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I'm going to turn this game on just to cheer myself up. I mean. Yeah, you're 100% right, John. You have every reason to save that recording. There are so many good things about this game. I don't even think we're going to be able to touch on all of them today. No. Point blank. I mean, seriously, like everything was that good. We may be recording too soon after it because we are on way too of a high. Like, I, I, I'm just, wow. We, I cannot believe that that happened. I mean, I don't think we're on too much of a high. This is two weeks in a row that we've seen the offense play at a level that it's playing at right now. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, this is. I don't think that this is a high. I think this is what we can expect moving forward. Deshaun Watson looked decisive. He also didn't do a lot with his feet this game. He did it when he needed to. Most of it was from the pocket. Most of it was from a clean pocket. And he just made all the throws. That Will Fuller throw, beautiful. Just every throw, except for the interception. And we can get into that interception and kind of what we think happened and why. Uh, as I'm watching Russell Wilson run in a, about a 40-yard touchdown. Um, yeah, there was just – it was everything was clicking. And Bill O'Brien, yet again – deserves all the props in the world on the way that this game was called. Yeah, he really does. I mean, I'm blown away by the progress that our offense has made. Um, we found a street receiver in Ellington. I mean, I know I talked him up, but, I mean, he's been everything that I thought he would. And all of a sudden, Fuller, Fuller hasn't 
practiced in a month and a half. Like, what? Or, I'm sorry, longer than that. He hasn't been here since the uh, first week of training camp. That's when he got hurt, isn't it? I mean, it's been... Yeah. It's and he didn't, get to, he didn't get to play with Deshaun at all. And he was perfectly in sync. Deshaun was dropping those bombs. That one pass interference, he had to. Like, that pass interference doesn't happen. That That's a long touchdown. Yeah. I, it... And, and first and foremost, I need to apologize. I need to say I am sorry. Will Fuller is exactly what this team needs. It wasn't a luxury pick. We just needed to see him in the right offense. And it looks like Will Fuller was drafted specifically for how we used him today. And it worked. And it worked. And the reason why it worked is because we have a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how much of a difference that makes. And... Just having a quarterback that Bill O'Brien actually trusts to be aggressive with, I, it, I'm still I can't believe it's his third game starting, and Bill O'Brien has opened up the offense more with him than with any quarterback that we've had previously under Bill O'Brien. Like, yeah, we've never seen an offense performance like that. Even Peak Schaub wasn't like this. Fitzpatrick oh, the, had the one game that was pretty good against the Titans. Just one game against a, a horrible, horrible Titans team. This was supposed to be a good Titans team. And everything leading up to this point looked like it was a good Titans team. They just crushed the Seahawks. The Seahawks are supposed to always be good. Granted, well, Seahawks I think that the Colts, Colts right are now, by the way. Right now, so. <laughs> yeah, look, you're 100% correct. Every, it's really hard not to like get too excited and, then not, and crown Deshaun as what he is. But look, what you witnessed today... And, and I would almost guarantee it was AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Deshaun Watson. Almost has to be. Dude, if he continues on this pace, he's going to be he's Offensive rookie of, rookie of the Year. Absolutely. Fournette's not doing much like they thought. I can't think of another offensive rookie that, that could potentially, if Deshaun stays on this trend, can can take that away from him. Well, I mean, you just have to take a look at our offense prior to Deshaun. Look at our offense after Deshaun. I, we scored 50 points. Yeah. I, I can't even wrap my head around this number. Like, we could have scored 60. And you know what my yeah. favorite part about the game was? He didn't take was his foot off, off the He got pulled out of the game. He was sitting there making, like, angry faces like, we scored too many points. I don't get to play anymore. Well, and I think another thing is the fact that Bill O'Brien didn't take his foot off the pedal. Yeah. He, he kept going. Oh, he was very, he was very aggressive today. And for any of those Titans fans or anybody else that watched the game that says it would have been different if Mariota played the entire game, you're wrong. No, it might have been a little bit different. They might have scored a couple extra points. But But you're wrong. They still would have lost. They still would have lost. Yeah, That defense wasn't going to do anything. And if I had to pick one defense to stop one of the offenses, it's going to be our defense to stop their offense, not the other way around. You know, I was almost wondering if maybe our offense was too good, and that's why our defense kind of looked a little rusty at times. And then all of a sudden, they get another turnover. So who cares? Yeah. Clowney, amazing. Andre Howe, 2015 Andre Howe, which if you go back to the offseason podcast that we did, I knew he was going to be back. I can't say why, but he just looked different. And what we're seeing from our safeties right now, which we thought was going to be our weakest point of, of our defense, well, I mean, is, last week they kind of were. But, but were they? I mean, it was Brady. 
Yeah, it is. It is Brady. And Gilchrist, Gilchrist looks like a player. Yep. I, he looked really good. I don't think Another Moore Clemson played Tiger. much at all. More maybe. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I, and I don't I, – we haven't watched the game a second time yet. I'm going to watch it tonight as soon as this podcast is over. And – you know, maybe I'll, maybe we'll do another uh, another uh, podcast of just kind of talking about little things that we noticed. Maybe like a thirty minute podcast when I get back. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't see much of Corey Moore. Ryan Griffin played well. Our run game looked right. It looked exactly how it needed to. This is exactly why we signed Lamar Miller. Yeah, he was actually used correctly. Right. There's just so many things, and we're jumping all over the place, and I think a lot of it has to do with the excitement. But let's start with the offense. Obviously, John Deshaun was just great, hands down great. He made every throw. He was great at dissecting the defense. Everybody was worried about the Dick LeBeau defense and confusing looks, and he he, he looked like he belonged, as usual. Well, Dick LeBeau, I mean, I, I hate giving Titans credit, but Dick LeBeau really is going to go down as one of the best defensive coordinators of all time. Correct. But he sure as hell didn't look like it today. Deshaun absolutely carved him up. And I think you're right. A lot of that is the calls that Bill O'Brien made because there was not – he everybody had open looks. Like, I think he, the, um, they came out and said that he only threw one dangerous ball all day. Like, he wasn't forcing it. His receivers that, were just That open. one pick. That's yeah. obscene. Like – yeah. That's play calling. That's formations. That's keeping them off balance. I'll, and that's just O'Brien having trust in Watson. I mean, I know Clemson always said that Watson has this unique ability to make the players around him better. He's also making the coaches better. Yep. You're 100% right. Everything about today on the offense, it, it was just, it was, um, it was amazing to watch. Everything about it was great. Like I said, Ryan Griffin looked good. You know, we're missing CJ Fedorowitz, and yet, you couldn't tell. Well, you, you missed CJ when he, uh, for run blocking. CJ, Ryan's done an adequate job between him and Steven Anderson making up for the pass catching. It's the run blocking that we're going to need him. And, right. But I mean, honestly, last year, the front seven for the was Titans was supposed to be good. They were supposed yep. to be a really tough team to run against. Yep. Yeah, and we shut down the run game. But let's, I mean, let's stay on the offense. So, um, like, Ryan Giffen looked good. Deontay Foreman looked good again. We didn't use him too much. We used him more towards the end. But just everything about today on the offense, the offensive line looked fine. Uh, they pass blocked well. Deshaun really, like, the best part about this game was that Deshaun really didn't have to use his feet too much. Like, he did use it, but it, he looked, he stood in the pocket. Yeah, it was just, all. I mean, I kept texting you, wow. Wow. Yeah. That's all you said. Wow. That's honestly how our offense was today. I mean, it was just everything was going right. I mean, nothing can be, nothing is ever perfect. Deshaun did have a couple of mistakes. He did miss a couple of open looks, but I mean, yeah, that's, the under in the end zone is the first one that sticks out. Yeah, I mean, we punted twice. Like, jeez. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do you think that this is what we're, we should expect to see the rest of the year? Not on this level. Like, you can't – You just No, not on this level. But I think as far as, like, a competent offense, yeah, is we this, should... can we expect this? Yeah, definitely. I think going forward, we're still going to – Deshaun's going to have rookie bumps. He's going to. I, absolutely. I mean, even 
even Tom Brady, Peyton Manning didn't go out and throw five, six touchdown passes every single game. We can't expect that, but what we can expect is we're going to have an above-average quarterback. That's got it. I mean, his floor, when, you know, I made a mistake. Well, maybe the way Alex Smith was playing this year wasn't quite a mistake. That Deshaun Watson was going to be a slightly better version of Alex Smith. Well, I mean, granted, Alex Smith this year is just playing insane. MVP level. Yeah, so I guess my comparison still matches. I, shit, I'm just at, I'm at a complete loss of words. Like, Deshaun Watson is just has that right fearlessness now. and that confidence. And his the velocity thing ended up being no big deal because it, all it is is he doesn't step into his throws. But when He, he just gets to, lazy. He gets lazy occasionally. Yeah. And that's where, like where the interception happened, and he got lazy. He was trying to do something. He got in between. In between deciding to run or deciding to throw, and he decided to throw it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He, he, his mechanic, he, he didn't focus on his mechanics. He, he made a quick decision and, and didn't plant and throw, and the interception happened. And luckily, he was at the end of the half. Uh, so, I mean, any interception that you throw sucks, but we were up at quite a bit at that point, and it didn't really hurt the team too bad. We would have liked to have added more points, but it is what it is. I mean, He's going to throw picks. Yeah, picks are going to happen. Anytime you have an aggressive-minded quarterback, picks are going to happen. I mean, honestly, to bring back Alex Smith, that's part of the reason why he became so mediocre. He became so afraid to throw the ball. And you can live with picks... As long as the quarterback's not, as long as the quarterback's being aggressive, being smart, and aggr- but aggressive. Well, let's talk about Bill O'Brien because he cannot get lost in this. Like for every single person that was sitting here calling for his head, you should feel ashamed right now because this dude has gotten us to nine and seven in back-to-back AFC South champions championships with terrible quarterback play where we relied on the defense. And a lot of us have said, wait till he gets a quarterback and we're going to see the true potential of Bill O'Brien. And honestly, John, I want to give you some credit because you've said from the beginning that this is the kind of quarterback that Bill O'Brien wants. You didn't say Deshaun specifically, but you said this kind, that, the, the way that we're using him, the Mariota type of quarterback was exactly what Bill O'Brien wants. And look what he's able to do with this quarterback in this offense. He is building the offense around Deshaun. He's playing to his strengths. It, it's just, it's amazing to see. We do have, I, I, you know, last week we said reel it in, or I said reel it in. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We have a franchise quarterback, fellas. We have a franchise quarterback. Yeah, I This mean, guy is going to be the future. Bill O'Brien was looking for a quarterback that we could essentially run through the air with. And then just have enough of an arm to keep defenses honest. And then on top of that, you add some mobility, the ability to move the pocket. And we got Deshaun Watson is plus on moving the pocket. He is just, he continues to impress me with keeping his eyes up. Other than the Bengals game, he looks to throw before he looks to run. Even though he's leading the league in QB running, he still looks to throw before he runs. He is just, he's money on those short throws. I... I fell into the same trap that most people did watching the um, or during the draft prog- process where everybody was complaining about his inaccuracy. 
dude had a 67% completion percentage at Clemson throwing these short passes. That's all Bill O'Brien wanted. And yes, when he steps into the ball, he throws it deep enough that he should have had a deep touchdown with Fuller. And that was enough to keep people honest. And he's shown better than I expected accuracy on those mid to long range, like the 28 yard pass to Ellington. That was an absolute bullet. Yeah, there was just, I mean, I'm still caught up in the emotion of it, but it was just an amazing offensive performance by a team that we're not used to seeing that from. And we just have to give Bill O'Brien the credit he deserves. He called a great game. He executed flawlessly. Everybody looked comfortable. Everybody knew their role. And, and, and the Will Fuller thing, like, he, he hasn't had any reps with Deshaun at all. And because of his great route running and the way we used him, he just fit right in. I mean, he had two touchdown catches. That might have been the most amazing thing. Like, Will Fuller, Will Fuller, it was just like he didn't miss a, a day. And I, you receivers take leaps. Like, there's a small leap from year one to year two, and then a big leap from year two to year three. He didn't look like the same receiver as last year. And I, he was already a very polished receiver when it came to route running. That was one of the things I liked him. There's not been a receiver with Will Fuller's speed and that polish running routes. But just today, I mean, maybe it was just, I don't know. I, I really don't know why all of a sudden he found his hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, it, he maybe it wasn't hands. Maybe it was just Brock's throws. I mean, there has to be some some comparison in the, fin- in, in the sense that Hopkins had issues. Fuller had issues. Our tight ends had issues. I mean, just as a team last year, we had issues catching the ball. Maybe that's just what happened. Yeah. I mean, somebody had the theory with both Fuller and uh, Dorowitz that they would put more pressure on themselves because Brock couldn't deliver the ball to them that often. And that's part of the reason they're drops. They were just so freaked out. They knew that they wouldn't get the ball again forever, and they'd get into their own heads. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm I'm blown away, and and I cannot wait to watch the all twenty two of this game. Yeah, I am never deleting this game. It, it was great. The offense was so fun to watch, and and for all of us, this should be the this should be the expectation. Yes, I understand that scoring the amount of points we had is, is going to be hard to beat. But I think seeing that we're capable of it, I think it's okay for us to have the expectations that this can be done and that we can score with anybody and we can play from behind. Being able to put up points like that helps you be able to play from behind. And yeah. Yeah. Well, our defense should start to get more turnovers now because now they can play more aggressively. Right. Part, maybe that was part of the reason why for the past two years we've had great defenses, but not a lot of turnovers because they wanted they had to play sound. They knew if they took that risk to get the big play, the offense couldn't bail them out. I think this might give that the defense a little push. It's like, hey, take a risk. If they score, so what? The offense is going to score too. Yeah, I think you're right. And the, Fairbain again, another awesome freaking performance. That ballsy decision going with him over Novak just is looking more and more like a better decision by O'Brien. 
His kickoffs helped so much. Everything about it today was just running in unison, and it was perfect. Dude, I mean, this Bill O'Brien said it at the end of the game. This was the blueprint going forward on how games should be played. And they did it. Yeah, I I didn't get to watch the press conference. Uh, what, I mean, how, how what did he say? That's what he said. He said that, that there were still mistakes, but this would be a blueprint for how they should play the game. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, of course, everybody was on, on a high. Like, Deshaun Watson scored more points than any rookie ever. This is the most points in franchise history. This is the most points or the largest went differential in points in any franchise game history. Like, this was just record-breaking. Like, we, this was his third start. Like, that's the most mind-boggling thing boggling thing to me this was his third start and he was 25 for 34 283 yards four throwing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown right i mean i I sent you that thing about best rookie fantasy performances the thing that stood out to me was look at the dates every single one of them late november early december except for for deshaun's and uh robert griffin the third did one two weeks into October. Like, yeah. The game is not too big for him. He, and the he Titans gets might as well have been, game. I don't know, Virginia or some other ACC team that Clemson would always roll. That's exactly how he treated him. That's exactly how he played. And as the game gets going more, he gets better. Yeah. He, the bigger the moment, the bigger he played. And... Then this game, they just they just got so confident. They just knew that they were going to – they just knew it. Like It wasn't the hesitation. It wasn't the um, – both Brock and Hoyer, they both suffered from that same hesitation and um, um, lack in faith that they were going to convert the first down. They were always going to be way too um, – not necessarily passive, but just – there was no aggression in their game. Watson just comes out there and just plays like his hair's on fire. And they knew they were going to get the first down. They knew they were going to score. Like, there was just none of that. There was none of that waffling. They just knew. It was awesome. Did you see that? Uh, him getting the water boy water? Yeah. That was hilarious. And smiling. about uh, This dude's amazing. I mean, he's amazing. And, and do we, last week, do we even touch on the on the fact that he gave his first game check to the cafeteria ladies? Yeah, that came out after the podcast. I thought. Yeah, I mean, come on, how do you not root for this dude? Yeah, between him and JJ Watt, like all and not just all of them, they're all just yeah. You're you're 100 right. It, I, I'm still blown away. I really am. I I, I hope this is what we see from now on. It's awesome. We're we're tied for first place in the AFC South. Where coming off that loss at, at Jacksonville, we thought this is going to be a shit year. Now we're in the driver's seat. We probably have the best offense in our division. Winning the division should be it, it should happen. And I'm not going to say we're going to win a Super Bowl. But I would not be surprised if this team, playing like this, barring injury, can make a run in the playoffs. 
I don't know. We need to we need to readjust a little bit. Do I don't we, think though? it's going to be I don't think this year, but I think next year it's definitely realistic to expect us to go to the Super Bowl. This year? Maybe. There's I mean, if Watson continues to improve like he has from week to week, who knows? I mean, he's already done things that just have never happened before. He already has. So he could continue that. But again, I'm going to go back to what we said after the first game, after the Jaguars game. I'm just going to enjoy the ride this year. I I don't want to make any projections. I don't want to get too upset when if something if we don't win as many games as I hope, if we don't go deep into the playoffs. I'm not going to get upset about that this year. This year I'm just going to take I'm just going to enjoy it because we're going to get to watch some offense. We're going to get to watch a quarterback that he's going to be our quarterback for the next five to 10 years easily and just watch him grow. Yeah. No, you're a hundred percent correct. And honestly, next week will be a true test because it's a good defense. It's a good offense. And we will see exactly Honestly, I'm just going to say it right now. This game next week is going to come down to coaching. I think the better coach is going to win this game. I don't know. The Chiefs are going to be a great, great litmus test to see where we're at. I mean, they are just – they are firing on all cylinders. I think they're the best team in football. I yeah. really do. I think on on all – in all aspects. Special teams, defense, offense. It's a completely different offense than what we've seen uh, from them prior to this year, you know, when, when they let Macklin go, everybody was like, well, who's, who are they going to throw to? They're fine. He's finding people to throw to it's, we'll get more into the chiefs later on in the podcast, but it's going to be a tough task. And if we walk out with a W, I do think that you saying reeling it in and all that other stuff has to go out the window. Dude, if we beat the Chiefs, the sky's the limit. I mean, yeah, they're the way they're playing right now, if we beat them, I, yeah. And, I mean, it's a possibility. we got to remember, NFL, any given Sunday, I mean, just watch this weekend. This weekend is just nobody knows what to expect from any of these teams anymore. Yeah. Oh, you're 100% right. Okay. We've 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 awed and, and gushed over the offense for for about thirty minutes now. Yeah, we're gonna have and, to change our name from Texans Unfiltered to the Watson Cast. I think I've said that joke before, but man, we talk about that kid a lot. Well, he's a rookie, and that's what we're gonna do. Considering the fact that this franchise has never had a court, quarterback like this. Hey, man, and, I'm, I'm not saying it to complain. I'm saying it just because. Wow, yeah. who would have yeah. thought? Nobody, nobody, and honestly. The whole circle jerk that goes on over at RNFL about Deshaun, even after last week, it's coming to a stop. It's coming to a stop. People are starting to see it, and they're starting not to buy into the velocity thing anymore, and they're starting to see that this kid's real. And that Deshaun could potentially be one of the most winningest quarterbacks to come into the league and actually have success. Because typically when you have a quarterback that comes from college that is is the winningest quarterback and has the it factor and all the things that have been said about Deshaun prior to the season, usually they come in and they have a decent year or an okay year and then kind of things start to fall apart. But none of them come in and light the league on fire the way he is. Yeah. I mean, Watson scouting him 
he fell into that old Bill Parcel, Bill Parcels, um, Bill Parcel, <laughs> Parcels. I can't. I don't know. Leave me alone. Um, his philosophy on on drafting quarterbacks: Were they a three year starter? Did they win? The, to him, those were more important than measurements, height, arm str- strength. And I mean, he he had a pretty good record, so. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun, and you're right. The Watson unfiltered Watson cast, whatever it would be, uh, you know, it it's it's really going to be interesting. And, and the, the division is going to get real interesting if if Indy pulls out a win today, and Andrew Luck comes back in Week Six, like we're hearing. This could this division could turn into some craziness at the end. If I I don't know. I mean, Andrew Luck. Coming back, like, I'm just still in awe right now that out of all the AFC South teams, we've got the most stable quarterback position. Yeah. Like, who would have thought, even coming out of training camp, that the Texans would be the team in the AFC South whose quarterback is the most settled right now? I would say ours. I know it's crazy, but, I mean, it's true. Okay, enough, 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 enough. Let's talk about the defense. What were your takeaways on the defense today? Well, I mean, for the most part, everybody predicting the game said that the AFC offensive line would have their way with our defensive line. And, you know, it's kind of funny. They were kind of correct. We really didn't get a whole bunch of pressure. Um, but, you know, it didn't matter. Our secondary stepped up huge. Andre Hall, Gilchrist. I think that our our linebackers, both Cunningham, uh, McKinney, and even even Dylan Cole, they all just played. I mean, they just played out of their minds. It's like usually, yeah. if I had told you that Merciless and Watt would have a very quiet game, Clowney would do. I mean, Clowney had the forced fumble, but other than that, he was relatively quiet. If I had told you that going into the the game, you're like, "Oh, Tennessee must have rolled us." Nope. Yeah, I will say the one frustrating thing about our defense right now is the fact that, and, and it showed in that run play uh, with Clowney playing outside linebacker, he's just not good at setting the edge. He's really not, and we need to just we need to just put him back in defensive end. I really think that for our defense to play at the level that we're we, we're expecting, I do think he has to go back to defensive end and let's start Brennan Scarlett on that side because he's just not a great outside linebacker. And I know like we're saying that and last week he had two sacks and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. And he had a, uh, you know, uh, a forced fumble sack on this play or on this game. But I think that we would get more production out of Clowney on the end than we are from him playing outside linebacker. That's Clowney just, me, just plays better with his hand in the dirt. Like he's one of the best at setting the edge. He's just, better at doing it when his hand is in the dirt. For whatever reason, when they have him stand up, he looks lost. No, I agree. Last year, setting the edge as a defensive end, he was fine. This year, he gets out in space sometimes, and he just, he looks lost. Yeah, I think he's thinking. He doesn't know where to go. When his hand's in the dirt and they tell him to go forward, he's fine. That's it. Yep. When he's caught in that no man's land, am I dropping back to cover? Am I watching the running back? Am I watching the quarterback? He gets a little bit lost. If you just let him pin his ears back and go, 
he's fine. Or if you tell him, hey, all you're doing this time is setting the edge, he's fine. Um, I think it was Pendergast. I could be wrong, but somebody tweeted out that, you know, that game where you tap somebody on the opposite side of the shoulder? Like, if I tap you on the left and then I sit on your right? They're like, Clowney's going to fall for that every time. And we saw it today. Yeah. And we saw it today. That's a, that's a good analogy. Yeah, I, I think we need to move him back to defense then. I think, for me, the the standout plays, obviously, were or players were Andre Hall. I think Marcus Gokrest is playing well. Dylan Cole's interception and him being in coverage was a great play. And I... I think we will have the best linebacker trio in the AFC, possibly in the NFL, moving forward for the next five to six years. Yeah, I think that that's the ceiling that they have. Cole, McKinney, and Cunningham. Like Our board Cunningham looked good again. Yeah, Cunningham. Cunningham's just everywhere. He, he is. He always is. And what's funny is the people were saying when he was coming out of college that it, as a downhill middle linebacker stopping the run that that was going to be his weakness, and that's not the case. No, I that, mean, that's, yeah, he is probably one of the best running stopping running backs in the league. He just can't cover, but then Cole and Cunningham are plus covered coverage linebackers, so it balances out. I mean, you got two rookie inside linebackers and the they don't there's no noticeable drop in play when they're in there versus McKinney. No. If anything, they're better at covering space. McKinney McKinley is probably the better pass rusher of the three. I think he's probably one of the best pass rushing inside linebackers in the league. I would agree. So, there's no complaints there. You got to give Banks credit last week after getting picked on the entire time. I think this I think he was near the top in tackles for us. Um, they and he played good. Pass a lot, and our and our secondary just they played great. And we both said last week, give him some more time in the system, give him some more time to see, let him not go against Brady, and let's see what he's capable of instead of just throwing in the towel. Yeah, I mean, what did uh, you expect from Banks versus Brady when Banks had four days to practice with the team? You're exactly right. That, that's what I mean. So we need to give him more time. And the, the, everything, the linebackers, the corners looked okay. I mean, there were some times, obviously, um, but the defense played well. You're right, though. The thing that we kind of hung our hat on as far as our defensive line, it really wasn't fully there. But we also I, – I don't think that there was a big emphasis on getting to the quarterback. I think it was more stopping the run. Right. And, yeah, I was going to say, going back to our defensive line, it's like they may not show up in the counting steps this week, but this big, bad, scary Titans team that's supposed to run all over everybody. I don't think Henry did anything, and DeMarco Murray did less than nothing. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Granted, part of that was our offense putting them in a position where they couldn't, but still. Yeah. Well, and in the second quarter when it looked like they were going on a run and there was a chance that this game could get closer than it was supposed to be, the defense stepped up. Yeah. I mean, at, towards the end of the first half where we thought they were going to make a comeback, they get another turnover, and we get to score again. It was awesome. 
I was a little worried when I started the seat score. I was like, uh oh. I was like, this. I don't like the way this looks. Just because of past experiences with our offense. Yeah, but, I was afraid they were going to turtle. They were just going to go super conservative. Um, yep, yep, like he has in the past. And it would give them, it would give the Titans a chance to creep back up. And for a second there, it looked like it was going to happen. But that second was because, you know, we had to get a field goal instead of a touchdown on one possession. <laughs> yeah, our defense played great. Our offense played great. And there were obviously some parts of the defense that we, we need to get better at. And if you just look at our defense in general, we, this is how we start every year. We don't come out and dominate and are the number one defense from the first week all the way through. We start to catch up, catch our momentum, you know, week five, week six, you know. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we start to see too. Once Kevin Johnson comes back, um, I think things will start to get a little bit better. One thing I think that we, you know, what I'm wondering is with the way that our linebackers are playing, do we really have room for Cushing? Can we cut him now? Should we cut him now? Like, what's the point of bringing him back? I have no idea. Like, I think we should absolutely cut him now. I cannot understand why we would even waste the roster spot on him. Like, who would you cut to even bring him back? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, who are you going to cut? It's not worth it. We know his ceiling. We know his potential. We know what he's at. And we don't have a lack in production in that area since he's, since he's been gone. There's no reason for us to sacrifice the potential of a young player to bring Cushing back in the mix. I guess the real question is, when Dwayne Brown reports to, to the team in week eight, what do we do then? I mean, yeah, so what happens? Like, when Dwayne Brown comes back, week eight reports... He's obviously not going to play that week. He may not even play the following week. Does he play at all, John? Uh, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I think, I think it, I, I, again, I'm kind of still torn on the whole thing. Dwayne's a grown man. He can do whatever the hell he wants. But I would think that seeing how this offense performed today and just the enthusiasm we're going to have behind the team going forward, I would actually think this would make him want to come back sooner than week eight and get back into the rotation and know that he could be a part of something special, that he could go play with a a player like Deshaun. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I just, I I don't think it's about playing with a special team or a special quarterback. It's money related. And I don't expect him to report until week eight, if he reports at all. I mean, if he doesn't report at all, he's, he's retiring, obviously. That, that has to be the assumption at that point, correct? Yeah. I mean, if he, yeah, if he doesn't report, would get an extra year, year out of him. So I can't imagine that – I just can't imagine that he would give that to us. He would just be done. I mean, it's the only thing he can do. Either that or we cut him next year, and then he signs somewhere else. Yeah, and we're not going to cut him because then we won't get anything no, of value for him. Right, and there's no reason for us to cut him Yeah, he's, at, at that point. Yeah, he's just not reporting, so we don't have to pay him. Yeah, if he if he goes all year, then he's not reporting next year. So at that point, you're right. We don't cut him. We just hold his rights. And if he decides that all of a sudden he wants to play, well, I guess we'll just address it at that time. So 
Um, overall, today was just an amazing day as a Texans fan. To be able to sit there and see everything that we saw from a defensive standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, uh, be able to tie for first place in the AFC South, it, it's just it's a good day to be a Texans fan. I, I mean, it really is. And, and it's been a while since we've been able to say that, let alone be able to say that in, in a very confident manner. But the offense is just clicking. Next week is going to be a, a true test, like we said earlier. Kansas City is going to be a tough game. Yeah. And we're going to see what we truly have in, in, in every facet. So everybody buckle up because it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing with everything that is going on. The Texans aren't such a chore to watch. The first, the Jacksonville game, that was awful to watch. The Bengals game, that was awful to watch. Now, two games in a row, it has just been incredibly entertaining. I mean, it sucked losing to the Patriots. It sucked losing the way they did. But that is probably the game of the year. I mean, just straight up, for the entire league, that's probably the game of the year. That was a great, great game. Great back and forth. And then this one, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, this today's game, that's just going to go down in Texans lore. We're going to be talking about this game 5, 10, 15 years ago from now. Maybe even longer than that if Deshaun turns into... If Deshaun really turns into something, we might be talking about this game for 30, 40, 50 years. You're 100% correct. I mean, this could be, you know, every team has that game where the season turns, like good teams. Good teams have those games where they turn around, they turn it on and they turn it around and the season truly begins. And it may be, this may be that game today. I mean, we, we could potentially be looking back at this game and saying, this is where it all began. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. The morale on this team right now is extremely high. And and, and it should be. Yeah. I mean, it picked up the entire city, probably half the state. I mean, it's just a whole different type of confidence. The whole team has a different sort of confidence. It's amazing what having a quarterback can do. It's amazing. I mean, it really is. You're, you're 100% right. It's, it's amazing. And, oh, yeah. I, I can't wait for next week. Uh, obviously, every every week is hard to wait for another game, but this next one's just exciting. We're going to have a true test on where we stand. And, you know, once Kansas City beats Washington tomorrow night, we're going to be going up against the 4-0 team. At home, uh, a team that pretty much has had our number. And we're going to be able to see exactly who we are. I think this will be a good telling game on what and where we should expect to go, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs right now are the best team in the NFL. The way they have come out of the gate. And they just really haven't had any issues moving the ball. Um, Hunt, Kareem Hunt, looks like. I, I don't even, I mean. There's the offensive rookie of the year. That's who, that's who we're, we're going up against. Yeah. he's. It's going to be between him and Deshaun. Deshaun will probably have a leg up as a quarterback. Especially because you can, especially because if it projects forward going the way it is. And Deshaun would have the leg up. Because he is a quarterback, and again, you just look at the team where it was before him. With Hunt, not to diminish anything that he has done, but Andy Reid makes court, or makes running backs successful. 
Now you take somebody like Hunt, who's just kind of unique, and give them to Andy Reid, and this is what we get to watch. Yes, I mean, they're good in every facet. Like you said earlier, they're great on special teams, they're great on defense, and they're great on offense. And it's going to be very interesting to see how we match up. Fairbane is going to play a significant role next week in how the game goes. Keeping the ball out of Tiger Keel's hands on returns and keeping it out of the end zone, kicking it out of the end zone, and things like that are going to play a big part. It's going to come down to the little details on who wins this game next week. And yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see. I, I, I'm super stoked. It'll be a good test. The Patriots were a good test, and obviously we didn't we didn't get the win, but we're playing at home. the The city is freaking excited, and it's it's really just going to be fun to watch. And, and I can't wait. I really can't. It's it's going to be so fun. I mean, win or lose, I think that I mean we're always we're going to be devastated if we lose, but we're going to go in there and we're going to be able to give them a chance. We're going to get, give them a run for their money. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree a hundred percent. I agree. John, do you have anything else that we need to discuss that maybe we have not today? Uh, we've had some technical difficulties trying to keep this this going. First time doing it on Skype. Um, so we've been doing this for about two and a half hours now. Is there? Uh, you, do you have anything else as far as, as the game that you want to point out or anything about next week that you're looking for? Do you want to talk about Braxton Miller being a healthy scratch today? No, not really. I mean... Those are things that can come up later. Uh, I mean, right now, Ellington is playing slot better than Miller was. Yeah. I mean, that's just been a discussion. Miller doesn't really play special teams, so you activate Chris Thompson, who made his impact, who made his presence felt. So? Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys go follow us on Instagram. Uh, Facebook and Twitter at TXNS underscore unfiltered. Uh, go on iTunes. We are now on Stitcher. You can find us on Google Play Store, SoundCloud. Just ter- search uh, Texans Unfiltered on iTunes. Leave a review for us, please. Uh, if you have anything that you want to bring up, any questions that you have, feel free to ask. We'll be more than happy to address those. And yeah, I can't wait for next week, guys. We still got it done, man. Today was amazing. Now it's our time to shine. It's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them how true we are, baby. So you better get out the way, cause we coming for it. It's all for one, and it's one for all. Let's go.